Hey guys, welcome back to Starring Milana. I'm your host, Milana, and this is the third episode. I'm so excited. This is actually my favorite number, so uh, I hope good things come out of this one. <laughs> so welcome back here at Starring Milana. We have three segments. Okay, the first one is BTS, where we kind of catch up and give you a little look into my past week, and then the second one is called Talkworthy, in which we cover trending topics in the media. Um, Not all of them, just a few that struck a chord with us. And the last segment of our podcast is called Dropping Gems, in which I pick a random topic and I kind of give you a different perspective on it. There's also a visual to this podcast. Please visit youtube.com forward slash starring Milana and make sure to subscribe. By the way, we're going to talk about that forward slash in a second, okay? Um, Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at starring Milana. Don't forget to leave a review and a rating on this podcast. So the BTS segment. Um, you guys, these allergies are out of fucking control. We had the most obnoxious rainstorm. Don't get me wrong. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for the rain. We sure needed it here. But let me tell you, for the past three years, almost four, I have had the most bizarre seasonal allergies that uh, are actually like year-round. And I can't, it's so bad that I don't even know the difference between a cold and allergies. I'm fucking confused. I probably sound stuffier than usual. I I know that I usually sound really stuffy and like nasally. I'm sorry. Um, But it's just been really shitty for me this week, okay? It's so shitty that I decided to take Sudafed. And I am not a medicine girl, especially that. But here I am with my shitty allergies. Um, Let's talk about how you guys are part of the problem. You guys listening. How come nobody told me that when I say youtube.com backslash, that I am incorrect, that it is actually a fucking forward slash? How come nobody told me? You guys don't know? You have me out here looking like a fool, okay? I heard it on someone else's podcast. I'm like, oh, forward slash? What's that? And I had to Google it, and a bitch was like, damn, I've been saying backslash the entire time, and not a goddamn soul told me otherwise, okay? I'm glad this is only episode three, because this shit would have went out for a long time. Another reason why some of y'all ain't shit is because on my Instagram account, I posted a picture of my risk candy, okay? I had on uh, an Hermes or Hermé, whatever, cuff and a Chanel chain like belt that I made into a bracelet and I tagged who I thought was Chanel, like the company Chanel, but I accidentally tagged Chanel, a girl that I know. And it was an accident and I was just probably like delirious from my allergies and for 18 fucking hours, not a soul told me that I had tagged the wrong Chanel. I need you to help me be a better person and be a better version of myself. And when I fuck up, I just need some help, guys. I just You guys are probably the type of people that don't tell their friends that they have food stuck in their teeth. I still love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't go anywhere. Okay, we have a really fun show planned today. <laughs> okay, so I got a letter in the mail. A jury summons, okay? Oh my God, you guys, I know it's like a civil like service. It's like a duty as a citizen to just like go and just do it. But like, 
who has the time? Like, I have two jobs, basically. I have my job and I have my podcast. Like, I can't put them on pause and go sit in a courtroom and maybe, just maybe, get selected to sit in a trial, you know? And I thought about, like, ways where I can, like, excuse myself from the situation, you know? Like, I... I don't want to plead insanity. I don't want to go and say some racist shit so then it's on my record and now, like, it's on my record. So I'm trying to postpone it as much as I can, but, like, is there, like, a like a limit of times that you can postpone? I don't know. I don't want to get arrested, but I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm struggling for time in my life, and I can't even imagine going to jury duty and just, like, pick me, pick me. Like, no, don't fucking pick me. Like, I don't want to do this shit. So... I went on a triple date the other night. We went to a really cool restaurant called Anejo. Anejo. Damn. One of those. Um, in Sherman Oaks. It was great. However, our original plan was to go to Salsa and Beer in North Hollywood. But guess what happened? They don't take reservations. We called them. They said it's a two and a half hour wait. Let me get this straight. You want me to go to your venue, put my fucking name down, and twiddle my thumbs for two and a half hours so I can get a burrito? I don't understand. Why don't places take reservations? We are in Los Angeles. Okay, nobody, who has the time in this town to sit around waiting to get seated? Like, what kind of restaurant doesn't take reservations? That shit blows my mind. So, unfortunately, we had to go somewhere else. Another thing that pissed me off this week, okay? Rant continued. Episode three, here we go. Now you guys are getting the real me. So um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Poshmark. It's like a website where you can buy or sell like your clothes, um, accessories, shoes, that kind of stuff. Kind of like Tradesy, like a consignment shop. But Tradesy has like more high-end stuff. On this one, you can sell like your Nike socks for $5, okay? So, you know, it's there's like a range of stuff. I decided to sell some stuff because there. I don't wear half of my things. Most of them still have tags on them. So I decided to start selling shit. I sold this beautiful skirt from Zara to a girl. Way underpriced. I mean, I only wore it one time. It is in pristine condition. So I sold her this skirt, right? I get a rating back of three fucking stars. Three stars. And what was her reason? Packaging. Packaging. I'm sorry, boo. Did you think you were purchasing from ASOS or an online boutique? You're buying it from another person who is pulling it out of their closet and boxing it and sending it to you. You know, I wrapped it in like gift paper tissue and I put it in, okay, it came in an Amazon box. So what? Like you want me to go to Office Depot and buy a plain box to ship it to you? Now I'm taking money from my profit. Like it got there in three days. What the fuck is the problem? Who has the time to leave these ratings anyway? Who has the time? I'm, who has the time? On to more depressing news. Monday, January 21st, is considered Blue Monday. So Blue Monday is apparently the saddest day of the year. And it's typically the third Monday of January, okay? And the article that I read, it stated, the unfulfilled resolutions, broken diets, Empty bank account, gloomy weather, long nights, and no holidays in sight all stack up to one nasty case of the Monday blues. And apparently, it's January 21st. Okay, so although this day is considered to be Blue Monday, like, I think the concept, however, is very much real. Um, 
I had the blues this week. Besides, like, my allergies and just, like, not feeling really good, I was really overwhelmed with work. Like, I had a lot going on, and I barely got anything done for my podcast this week. I was, like, scrambling, and it started putting, like, thoughts in my head. Like, how are you going to have this career and also do this podcast? Like, there aren't enough hours in the day. But after, like, a few days of this, like, back-and-forth mental, like, head fuck that I was doing with myself... I just realized, like, I'm not going to do it. Like, God is going to do it. And this made me realize that, like, these thoughts come to me, like, very often when I'm not doing anything, um, like, in moments where I kind of let my mind wander. And that's kind of dangerous, you know? Or when I'm overwhelmed and I have so much to do that I just don't do any of it at all, I kind of start thinking about this kind of stuff. And then I remembered idle hands are the devil's workshop, okay? So... Don't allow yourself these free moments because, I mean, obviously, like, enjoy your life and, like, relax here and there. But don't allow yourself these feeling overwhelmed and taking these free moments and allowing, like, these thoughts to come into your head. Don't stand in your own way, okay? It's all mental and we control our thoughts and all we have to do is, like, learn how to navigate them into the direction of our destiny. So if you can think it you can become it, okay? Um, So fuck Blue Monday. We're going to conquer that shit, okay? I hope you guys have a great fucking week. And the last part of this segment, happier news, um, is my podcast stats. You guys, I decided to look into my stats so far. And I found that I have listeners and downloads in 17 different states and eight countries. That's wild to me, okay? First of all, I didn't think anybody was going to listen besides Lena. Um, I didn't think anybody was going to listen, okay? Then I got this, these stats, and it just, like, it it made me really feel good. Like, it made me want to keep going. You know, back to what I said, like, it don't, it's not about the validation of many, but, um, and it's not. It's the, about the validation of one. But these kinds of things, you know, just kind of, like, push you. You see some sort of results, and you're kind of like, you know what? Like, I, I, am, I am talking about something that someone wants to hear, and, and it's meaningful and, and impactful to them. So that means a lot. Um, I'm not going to name all of them, but shout-out to the U.K., Germany, Spain, obviously the U.S., um, California, Michigan, Texas, Maryland, Arizona, Georgia, Indiana, Florida, all of you guys, thank you so much for listening, and please continue to spread the word. Okay, guys, so we're going to move on to the talk-worthy segment, and I have to tell you, there's a lot going on in the media this week. It was kind of wild. Let me start off by saying the fucking Rams are going to the Super Bowl. If you can remember from last week, I am a Cowboys fan, but the Rams are my second team, and I'm so excited. I can't even believe this. Like, LA and the Super Bowl. Like, we didn't even have a football team not too long ago. This is so fucking wild. I'm so excited. I wish I could be there, but remember, we don't pay that much money for fucking experiences, okay? <laughs> I really wish that I was going, but yeah, just not worth it, I don't think. Um, for me personally, if you got it, you got it. Also, Drake, <laughs> did you guys see the Breakfast Club interview with Soldier Boy? Oh my God. That shit was hilarious. I have nothing to say about it. That's all I have to say about it. If you haven't seen it, go do yourself a favor and just, like, laugh your fucking ass off, okay? The government is still shut down. Petty Betty is uh, feeding football players cold burgers, so no updates on that. Um, The LAUSD teachers are on strike. 
I feel like they've been on strike since I was in school. I'm so fucking confused. I asked one of my teacher friends, like, what's the deal? And she basically said that there's not enough funding in LAUSD for raises, for smaller class sizes, more resources. Apparently, they have a billion, billions of dollars in reserve, but they're claiming that they don't have enough funding. So right now, they're kind of like going through negotiations with the union and like the superintendent or the board. I don't know. But the point is like your kids are with these teachers majority of their time. Okay. They spend more time at school than they probably do at home. And it's just so crazy to me that like we can't fucking keep them happy. Like these people are raising uh, our children. Like you have to pay them more. They get paid shit, pay them more and keep them happy. So, um, I don't know much about it, but I will say that, like, I stand with the teachers and I hope that that they get what they want and what they deserve. All right, guys. So also this documentary on Netflix came out. I just watched it. It's called Fire, F-Y-R-E. If you guys don't know what that is, it's about the Fire Music Festival that happened like two years ago or something like that in the Bahamas. Remember the biggest scam of the century? Um, the one that Ja Rule <laughs> endorsed. Poor Ja Rule, you guys. I love Ja Rule. I'm so sad about it. But um, he endorsed it, and, and the guy named Billy McFarland, who was like an entrepreneur, he's the one that like put it on. I'm not going to give too much away, but I strongly urge everybody to watch this. This shit is fucking wild. The fact that it even got to the point that it did is like shocking to me, okay? Um, there's a lot of weird things in this documentary. One, one thing, I don't really want to give it away, but... But there's a moment where this guy basically says he was going to take one for the team by giving head to somebody to get what they needed for this festival. I can't even tell you anymore. It, that's just how wild and bizarre that whole ordeal is. And I, there's one on Hulu too, but the Netflix documentary I think is very well done. I'm going to watch the Hulu one as well. Um, but the one thing that I took from it is... I remember the hype on social media. Like People were laughing at all these like rich millennials who were like, paying thousands of dollars to like go to the Bahamas and stay in these huts. And, and when they got there, you know, they didn't have a place to stay. It was like raining. Like the, the, the actual luxury huts were like hurricane tents or something. Um, and then their gourmet meal was like this two slices of bread and a cheese sandwich. And all I remember is social media just making fun of them, just laughing about the whole thing and saying they got scammed. But what I don't remember is like ever processing the people that were like behind the scenes. Um, the people that put it on is one thing, but the ones that in the documentary what really got to me is the local like day laborers, the people that live in the Bahamas that worked 24 hours under the sun and didn't get paid because this whole thing was a scam. Um, one woman in particular named Marianne Roll, she had a restaurant and um, she did all this work. She hired all these people to basically make the food um, and just work nonstop for days and weeks to make this thing happen. And she never got paid. And people came to her demanding the money um, because someone had to pay them and like the scammers didn't pay them. And so she had to take $50,000 out of her own savings. And that's all she had to pay these people. And then on top of that, like she still owes them money. And her story was just so sad to me. Um, so I started researching about it and you can actually, there's a GoFundMe page for her. I can actually go donate money um, to her because she gave everything that she had. I feel really, really bad for her. Um, I, I will post the link in my YouTube description, but you can probably Google it. Her name is Marianne Roll, R-O-L-L-E. Um, and just, you know, out of the kindness of your heart, help, uh, help her out. Okay, guys, another thing is 
the label, Sony, I think, Sony and RCA or slash RCA, I don't know, apparently dropped R. Kelly after this um, documentary series came out and they did more research about it. And that is crazy. I mean, talk about accountability at its finest. And the last thing that I'm going to talk about this week is this video that came out. So uh, Cardi B and City Girls released a video to their song, Twerk. Okay, first of all, it was popping. It gave me life. I was really here for it. Um, then there's this lady by the name of Lexi Pantera, and she's a dancer, and she also twerks. She's the one that does those, like, twerk out classes where she teaches you how to dance and how to twerk. So it's, like, big classes, and um, she gives you a little bit of choreography and a lot of, like, twerking. It's like a twerk out. So she's known for this, okay? She's made a lot of money off of this. She's good at it. Um, and just a little bit of context. She is, like, white or Iranian or mixed, like, multi-ethnic. I don't know what she is. I can't speak on it, but she's definitely not black or a woman of color, just so you guys have some sort of, like, base. So this video comes out, and she tweets, where are the white girls in the video? I'm not here to talk about that tweet, her intention, uh, the deeper conversation of privilege, inclusivity, appropriation. Like, that's a topic for a different day, and I think there's a lot of that out there. What I want to talk about is the shitstorm that came after. Um, so she tweeted this, right? And people instantly started kind of like, ins like insulting her, you know, it was like, bitch, you can't dance, you're a fucking unseasoned chicken, whatever. So like a lot of the things that were said, and I, trust me, when people feel offended, they say crazy things. And you know what, for some of them, like rightfully so, right? However, where does that take us? Like, where, what do we get from that? And it's not even about this situation. It's about what happens every time you feel offended by something that someone says, especially on social media. The instant reaction is to insult them, is to um, just like, just hurt them, you know, just say these like brutal things. And I understand that. Like when you're offended, you're upset, I get it. However, we need to be more productive and more effective with our words, okay? So if you're going to come at her this way, she's going to clap back. This person is going to clap back and now it becomes like a yelling match. Everybody's yelling at each other and nobody's hearing anyone out. I think that in instances like this, and trust me, I get it. It's easier said than done. I think it's more effective if you kind of approach it in a way where you tell somebody how it made you feel, okay? How what they said has affected you in that manner, like how, how hurt you felt or how whatever you felt. I think it's more effective if you explain your feelings. I think it's more relatable. And maybe that person can sit down and process what you're saying versus like the insults, right? Nobody is going to process these insults. Like if someone's insulting me, naturally, my reaction is going to be to be like, well, fuck you then. And now we're in a, this whole thing. We have this whole thing going on. And even if that person apologizes, it's usually on the basis of like, oh, they're talking shit about me. Um, there's a lot of pressure put on me, so I need to go apologize. But if you explain to somebody how their words are problematic and how it's it can be hurtful and how it's just like inappropriate if you can explain your side then I think it leaves room for them to like really think about what they said and how they made other people feel and process it you know um whether they end up agreeing or responding or apologizing whatever 
that, you know, that doesn't matter. What matters is that, like, you are teaching somebody something. Maybe they can grow from it and they can learn from it so they don't do it again versus, like, insulting them. And then what is the likelihood that, like, they're going to take anything from it and do it again? So that's one thing that I took from that whole shitstorm. The video is popping. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I have this co-producer named Lena, and sometimes she makes me do things that I don't want to do. Right now, I'm sweating my ass off in this satin blush shirt because she felt like this shit would match the theme of the episode or the topic. Actually, we have some props that I'm going to put on for my YouTube audience right now. Okay, I'm going to look silly as fuck, but you know, it, yeah, she has a point. You know, it's eye-catching. It's interesting. It's like, why the fuck are you wearing that shit? And it might work. I don't know. But if you're listening on the podcast app, I advise you to just to tune in on YouTube because I'm about to put on some outrageous shit. Okay, pause. Okay, so I just put on like, ooh, it's probably like clinging the mic. I just put on a set of pink pearls. Stand by. And now, not, not only do my pearls and my satin ridiculous shirt. By the way, I'm selling this on Poshmark. Maybe not anymore because I'm sweating in it. <laughs> Not only do, do these two things look ridiculous, but I have put on, okay, for my podcast listeners only, I have put on a, uh, a, a huge crown of mine that I <laughs> actually won when I got voted queen in college. Um, shout out to Kappa Alpha Psi for voting me Capricorn queen. Great time. I'm wearing the crown. Now, if you're wondering what the fuck this is all about, the topic of the week is high maintenance, okay? So in the dropping gem segment, I'm going to give you my take on the term high maintenance. And I decided, well, no, Lena decided that I should dress up like I'm high maintenance. So here we go. <laughs> okay, so I promised you guys that it was going to be very lighthearted this week, and I, I think it is. Um, this topic came to me randomly when I was cleaning my closet. I found this pouch that said, you say high maintenance like it's a bad thing. And I remember a while ago, a guy called me, like a guy that I went on a couple dates with, he called me high maintenance. And at the time, I was like, me? Oh, my God, no, I'm not high maintenance because it has such a negative connotation. I was like, I'm not high maintenance. Like, how dare you say that to me, right? But then when I saw this pouch... And I thought about it as like an experienced and wise adult. I was like, yeah, why is that a bad thing? Like, why is being high maintenance a bad thing? So if you look at the literal definition of high maintenance, um, it says needing a lot of work to keep in good condition. Basically like a car. Okay. Now for the culture, I'm going to read to you the Urban Dictionary's definition. Having... Frequent professional cosmetic consultations such as hairdressing, manicures, and pedicures requiring a lot of work and attention to maintain. So I think the term high maintenance has like a negative connotation off of the bat, like when you first hear it, because we automatically assume that this means this person requires a lot out of us or just a lot in general. And most of the time it's associated when describing a woman. And it's used in a very like negative manner, right? As a matter of fact, there's a lot of terms out there 
that society uses in a negative way sometimes to kind of describe women versus men, right? So high maintenance is one of them. Um, then there's intimidating, right? Men that are intimidating are so powerful. And women that are intimidating, well, they're just bitchy and unapproachable. Um, same thing with the word bossy, okay? So look at how that's always used only to describe women. I mean, I think bossy is a leader, but what the fuck do I know, right? So... I decided to kind of look into this theory of high maintenance and try to find the light in it because, like, if you're going to call me high maintenance, okay, if you're going to try to tell me about myself, I'm going to go ahead and turn, like, this bag of dirt into a pot of flowers, okay? I'm going to tell you why this shit is great, okay? So I decided to Google it, and all of these, like, articles came up, and all of these titles for not all, for the most part, the titles were just, like, crazy negative, okay? Let me read you some of this shit. Why she's too high maintenance for you. How to tell early on if she's high maintenance. Oh, and this one's my fucking favorite one. I mean, they really put some thought into this. Make sure you see the warning signs. That's the title, okay? Warning signs. Like what? Warning, not suitable for idiots. What the fuck is that? Who wrote that shit? I don't understand. Who comes up with this stuff? So although a lot of these articles kind of discuss like the physical definition of that, some touched on the concepts of kind of like being too needy and asking for too much. So I realized like it's a very subjective term, right? And I decided to ask my boyfriend. I was like, hey, babe, do you think I'm high maintenance with my crown? And he basically said no because you don't text me all the time and ask me where I'm at. And you don't necessarily need to be with me every time I go somewhere. So, therefore, I don't think you're high maintenance. That was interesting to me because I did see, like, some of that noted in these articles, right? Like, the constant need of, like, attention and the lack of, like, a woman's own individuality. I got that in some of the articles. But for me, that comes that word is needy. It's not high maintenance. Like, and needy, I feel like needy is a whole different word with its own definition. So... Yeah, it was interesting that that's what he associated it with, but fine. Um, but back to me applying high maintenance to myself because I can only speak for myself. So I'm going to do that. Um, if we look at it at face value, okay, then sure, I'm high maintenance as fuck, okay? I get my nails done. I get my feet done. Uh, <laughs> I get my lashes done, my eyebrows. I mean, laser, massages. I like Perrier, you know, I only drink spring water. Sure, like sure. If you look at it that way, then I'm high maintenance. But to me, that's self-care. That's like pampering yourself. That's taking care of yourself. And I do that shit on my own dime. So why is upkeep like such a bad thing? Like I'm a firm believer that when you look good, you feel good. Now, don't misunderstand me. I do believe that like confidence comes from within, right? It's it's very much internal. But if my lashes are popping and my brows are arched, then I'm feeling good about myself. Then my internal and my external are, are aligned and I got a little fucking pep in my step, okay? So what is the problem? So you know what? Sure. Sure. If we're looking at it at face value, I am high maintenance. Now onto the other subjective way or view of high maintenance women, okay? The notion that women who tell a man what they want or demand what they want are high maintenance. Okay, so for the most part, 
I think people just in general know what they want and what they deserve for the most part. But it's the idea of like coming off needy or high maintenance that kind of stops them from asking for it. And that shit will keep you from your glory, okay? Like, let me say this clearly. Closed mouths don't get fed. You better say what you want and own it. And if someone thinks you're asking for a lot or you require a lot, then that's their perspective. And it's fine. Like, it's okay. But the last thing you want to do is waste your time staying silent. Who has the time? <laughs> you guys, I think I'm high on my allergy medication. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, if you're going to categorize me like this, if you're going to basically compare me to, like, a car that requires a lot of work, then I will take that. I will drive with it. I'll flip that shit, and I'll tell you what's beautiful about it, okay? So, yeah, you know what? If you think I'm high maintenance, then I probably am, and I'm just going to own it, okay? So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I know it was very lighthearted, but uh, side note, I will tell you this. I was on a date with another guy one time, and this is before I had, like, used to get my nails done. This is before I did, like, gel or, like, the dip powder. We were at dinner, and he asked me, he said, why is your nail polish chipped? Bitch, I died, okay? I was like, hell no. I was so embarrassed. I lied. I said, oh, my God, my little cousin was painting my nails. Can you fucking believe it? Can you believe it? Some people really pay attention, and some people really want you to be high maintenance, and they like it, okay? So if that's who you are, you be you, and the right person will come along, and they will love that shit about you, okay? So that's it. I had a good time on this one. Episode three in the books. My favorite number. I'm wearing a crown. Anyway, um, I still don't have a closing. So uh, thank you for listening. (laughs) Uh, If you want to see a visual to this, it's great today. Visit youtube.com forward slash starring Milana and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at starring Milana. And I will be back next Monday. Have a great week, guys.